0: It's time for another episode. Mm, mm, mm. Let's get it. Happy New Week, good people. I'm your girl, Coach Key, your style and feel good provider. And I'm your girl, Ree, your confidence boosting
1: bestie. You already know what time it is. So go on ahead and grab your cup. Because we're here to fill you up um, on all things lifestyle and, and everything, everything in between. between.
0: It is Tuesday, it is the top of the week. How you feeling sis?
1: I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, look, let me not laugh. <laughs> <laughs> my life, my life is in shimble. shambles.
0: Shambles is a big pulling, word.
1: We are pulling it together. I've just, it's been an insane, last week was insane. The weekend really didn't provide relief from the insanity. And so I feel like I just entered this week in a, state of uproar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm trying to, trying to dial it back. Mm-hmm. Find my footing, give myself grace, and keep it pushing. So yeah, I'm not doing bad at all. It. like things are moving. You know what I'm saying? I gotta catch up.
0: To slight how friction, me. slight yeah, friction. But we gonna be all right,
1: you know? We gonna be all right. And how are you?
0: Um, I'm good. I am good yeah the weekend was the weekend was great relaxing work is smooth it's kind of slow right now so i'm not complaining i'm not mad at that i'm loving this pink thank you you're feeling very
1: spring you
0: are too like we just naturally do it Uh, i love
1: you know i can't i'm obsessed with orange so i just go ahead i'm loving this fuchsia on you i just picked Mm -hmm. up a fuchsia tank top from h&m pink's
0: not one of my colors key, but i'm trying pink i love this magenta it's like the it's the, the color of the year so i've been like getting more of like magenta pieces and
1: i did pick up like a magenta like a purplish
0: sweater from h&m
1: mm. towards the it was on sale so that's the only reason i kind of got it and it was a cute color but yeah i don't have too much i kind of got back in my purple bag last year Mm-hmm. But pink is just never really been my jam. So
0: give me all the pink. I'm
1: happy with it. I'm
0: not mad at that. Today's an exciting show. We have a lovely guest for you all. We are talking about is *Blogging Dead*. I'm excited for this for this episode because it's always the type of here she is. Hey, Cabrina. Hey. Yay. Yeah, yeah. How are you? I'm good. Karina, thank you so much for being here with us. We appreciate you. We've been talking about having you on the show for a while. So I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited that it was in Women's History
1: Month, too. And that we got this in before the end of the month. So,
2: thank you.
0: Of course,
2: I'm excited to be on a podcast. I was just looking at... My emails and looking at
0: the last one that I've been on, it was a year ago. So I don't do them often. So no, it's right on to. time. <laughs> it's right on time. Well, let's get right into it. I'm going to formally introduce Miss Cabrina, and then you can definitely take it away and share um with the audience who you are. So today, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like we have gents. I know we have a lot of ladies that I'm listening to, but well, our producer listens. Okay, and Listen, the producer <laughs> be listening every week. He's editing this podcast. Oh, and gentlemen, <laughs> um, we have the creator, Cabrina Orr. You may formally call her KB. Um, she is the creator of KB in a blo- in bloom. Excuse me, a media brand company that produces long form written content addressing wellness and lifestyle specifically for BIPOC women. Um, if you don't, all don't know, that is for the Black, Indigenous, and People of Color community. Cabrina, I am a fan of your, pup, you. your brand, your business, all that you exude out into the world. So I would love for you to share more on um,
2: on who you are. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. My computer's a little lagged, but I'm Cabrina or a KB. And um, I founded TV and Blue um, during the peak of COVID when everybody was trying to figure out their outlets or their hobbies um, to keep them busy and I'm by trade I'm a clinician. I work work, work with special needs individuals. And so when I decided to kind of do this, it was pushed, kind of nudged by my younger sister. She was like, you should do something to kind of up your online presence. And I was like, well let me, let me try Instagram. And, I, and so I switched, you know how you kind of like, I don't know if you guys kept your accounts. Your, your accounts or started a new account on Instagram, but I kept my account and just kind of transitioned um, from just posting whatever I felt like to just doing, you know, KB and Bloom. And so that came with some success. Uh, the first year was just kind of me trying to get my feels on what I was trying to do. I didn't know, I was kind of like looking at what others were doing and trying to do that. You know, and then I realized, you know, there's money to be made in this online space. So I I kind of started looking at what groups are people in. And I looked at, you know, Facebook, because that's when you go when you're trying to get this information, right? And uh I don't know how I came across so many of these groups. I think just kinda putting those keywords in the search bar and I Was starting to feel like okay, I'm in some groups, but I really need something kind of niche to like black and brown content creators. And my sister was doing this challenge, the Maddie James kind of consistency thing that she does. I don't know if she still does that, but I was intrigued, and I asked her, you know, what are you doing this for? And she was like, I really just want to. Um, get consistent on Instagram. So I was like, well, let me join the group that she has. And it just went on from there. Um One of the things that I didn't realize would be something that I think about so much is like follower count um was just so heavy in a lot of these groups. And I was like, you know, I really, I don't want to get too stressed out about it, but I ended up getting a little stressed. <laughs> uh, especially when you're doing some incredible content and like no one's seeing it on Instagram doing some campaigns pitching brands learning to pitch brands at such a on on instagram and having that be what these brands focus on at least at the time you know TikTok is slowly taking over if not already i realized through some of the successful brand campaigns that i've done i realized i have a lot to do I have a lot, you know, that I can, I can put out there that I can share with people, and that I'm good, I'm good at content, I'm good at quality content, not content that you see so much um, replicated, I'm good, at like putting a piece of, of brief that they give me and making it feel just very like, high, you know, high quality. Um, and so that made me made me switch eventually. Once I did so many pitching brands, I don't know if you guys actually are pitching brands, but one of the things I realized is that it gets exhausting when you don't hear back. <laughs> it's such upfront work. I mean, we can get into it. I don't know how much how much you want to hear right now, but maybe and bloom now, today we focus primarily on Google. And second is social media platforms, which is very different than what a lot of people believe is is the right decision or thing to do. Um, and so I battle. Um, but I'm extremely happy with the decision. Um, Cause blogging 2010 is what I'm doing now. And it's proven for so many other people to be, you know, to generate the revenue that they want. So it's just like that's that's the shift that I feel was was the best for KB move as a company.
1: I'm going to stop you right there. So you said that you started basically off of, I think we all start. So I think we all kind of have that in common, kind of getting our platforms going just based off of the Maddie James consistency challenge. I think that's how I came across you KB. um, But that's also how I came across and met Kiara. When you started that consistency challenge was. KB and Bloom, the blog, uh, maybe not necessarily what it is today, but was that the thought process to start your consistency challenge? Or did you more so start um, as a different type of, like, did you go into it knowing I'm going into this consistency challenge as a blogger? Or were you doing some other type of influencer or was it like a hobby or what was it?
2: You know, I think I was just throwing whatever at the wall and seeing what sticks. Mainly, my mindset was like, can I do this? Can I be consistent for you know, 24, 28 days, and how am I gonna feel about that? I think the first challenge I did was blog related, and this was actually not a KB and Bloom um, account. I was I had another business that I've dissolved since then, but I did it with that, and that was hard. Writing new pieces of like written content every day. Um, <laughs> like that just makes my mind like, how do you do that? Um, but then the next one I did with her was Instagram related. And that was, that was equally as hard, but I felt like I could prep on a weekend and have like one to two weeks worth of of captions and you know, posts ready to go. Um, so I, to answer your question, KB and the first challenge, I. It wasn't where it was, like how it is today. But the second time I did it, I had it with KB Room in mind. Like I had already started thinking, I was more kind of on the influencer model, like want to get all this consistency out so that brands see that I'm on here and that they want to work with me. And I just just kind of waned it, but I was definitely, you know, I'm definitely like, this is hard either way.
0: (laughs) Now, were you writing long format content in the midst of that? It was the blog going website
2: version per se. I would say I wasn't writing nearly as much as I'm writing today. Like when I did the book the consistency challenge, especially the second one, I was doing more like one to two times a week, sometimes four times a month. It was nowhere near what I'm doing now, which is like four to five times a week, which is a lot. yes. yes. <laughs> That, that
1: is a lot but i forgot that she had that um blogger version of the consistency challenge. she did like, i remember it now obviously i'm not and, and I, I definitely wasn't then um not a blogger like a physical blogger so obviously i did not participate but i do i remember now like that sparked to memory that you said that mm-hmm. that she had, i think she the first time it was like instagram
0: focused, and then she
1: had uh the blogger version and then i think you like you said kb she went back to the, the Instagram, everything. So, yeah.
0: That was such a time where we were like exploring and trying to find what can we do like in this digital space and trying to like revamp ourselves. Like that was a troubling time, but it was also a quiet time for us to really like tap into something new. Now, KB, did you surprise yourself after the consistency challenge? The second one that was
2: Instagram-based? Yeah. Was, I did, I think, what happened? Cause I've done it a couple times. The last one that I did with her, which was like I never again will I do this. <laughs> it burnt me out. And I've never, I don't think I've really fully recovered since then was the reels, the Instagram reels.
1: Oh yeah, I remember that um, one. I did not do that one. Cause I was like, <laughs> That
0: was for a whole month.
2: Yes. I I think it was it March. March. It was March last year. Oh Never yeah. again will I do that. Only because it moved me away from the mission of KBM Bloom, I just felt like I was posting anything. It was like, I wouldn't normally post this during a challenge. Why am I posting this now? So I looked at it and I was like, hold that content, I need to go back and delete. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't cute. But other other than outside of that, that negative feedback, I feel like I I would do it again, but I wouldn't necessarily post every day. It would really be intentional on and on brand. I wouldn't do anything just to post.
0: It kind of felt like a rat race sometimes. You would just like, think of something just to like be a part of the yeah. challenge itself, and and that's a lot. So after you did the challenge, when did you feel like you know what? Blogging is for me. I'm going to pour into this, and then kind of just like keep second social media as second hand.
2: Here's the thing, like Instagram. I don't know how you, where you guys stand with Instagram. How much has changed, and, or how little growth you feel like, or how significant your growth has been. I really haven't paid attention. I'm so sorry, but like Instagram feels the same when I go on it. Like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Can you repeat your question? I'm so sorry.
0: No, you're fine. When did you want to like, when did you find that moment that you wanted to actually write more, that you wanted to consume more into blogging?
2: Oh, this is a good one. So when I was working with a couple of brands, they started pitching me about writing content. They wanted me, there was this one wig company that was like, review our product, write about it, we'll pay you. And it was like comparable to what I was making um, with this wellness company and on Instagram. And so I started to be like, you know what, what is it about these deliverables where they sometimes ask for written content, content over, you know, Instagram. And I realized that a lot of brands, especially ones where, they, where you see like in the Google search results, where like people are reviewing on YouTube. A lot of them are they want their 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 products or their services. They want them, they want people to find them on Google because that's where a lot the majority of their audience, their consumers are looking for them is on Google. And so I was like, okay, I've been doing this all wrong. <laughs> at least I felt like it in and, and, and I don't regret my journey at all, but When brands started pitching me and saying, can you review and post, like after that weight company was a vitamin company and I wrote a really good, I actually collaborated with another writer on our site and we wrote a really thorough, honest review of these vitamins, right? And I was like, I didn't think anything of it. We took some really good pictures, put it up, let the brand know, hey, it's live, go check it out. And so they went, they were like blown away. But I was like, okay, no, we'll see. You know, a couple months later, that article was ranked like on the first page of Google. And like, not only that, we got a lot of affiliate like revenue from that. So like she made money, I made money. And it was just so nice to see like, we put a lot of upfront work to get that piece out. But once it was finished, it's like evergreen, like people, A lot of influencers actually, like, sending messages like, hey, like, I saw I found you on Google. Like, are you still using those vitamins? I'm like, yeah. I
1: think think that is amazing. And not (laughs) not just because of that, but through your captions. And I know you don't post as often on Instagram, you know, like you were in the past. But your captions are so well written. Like you have a way with words that kind of draws people into your content and it makes them want to pay attention. So it, it really makes sense to me that you said like that that they wanted that from you, because once you see it and you read it and you you feel like, oh, wow, like you sound trustworthy, like there is a way in my mind that you speak when you're typing and, and to translate that confidence and to translate all of those things so that it comes across to the viewer so that it, it reels them in and it makes them believe and it makes them want to be a part of. And I genuinely think that you have a way with words that does that. So it's not surprising to me because you just like, you make me want to do so. Like I want to pour into myself uh-huh. based on how you write. It's like, it's like, yeah, I- Need to do this and so i, I under like i understand that, that more too and i think you hit the nail on the head by saying that that content is evergreen i can go to google and type in a search and your blog post like you said it's gonna pop up or whatever it's a lot harder to do that and get that off of instagram
2: i launched kbm bloom the fall of 2020 so it had to be november october one of those months and so i launched it with this idea that this is smart to have, I need a website. People need to have a, a link to go to if they wanna jump off of Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And I said to myself, this is just kind of like a formality check. I really didn't understand what having a website was. I'm gonna be very truthful because Instagram was like pushed down my throat. And I just, I felt like I didn't, I didn't really take the time to understand that. And so when I, like a couple of years actually went by you guys, I'm not even gonna be honest. I'm going to be very, very, very blunt. Like it took me almost having my Instagram account taken away for me to switch gears. I don't know if you guys remember September 25th, 2021. Do you guys remember that day when Instagram was like, you could not do nothing? It was Mm -hmm. broke. It Mm -hmm. literally Mm -hmm.
1: just stopped working. Shook the whole world, didn't it?
2: Yes. So I was like, oh, hey, no. So I was like, let me learn what SEO is about because these white guys on Twitter and the podcasts that I'm actually starting to listen to are saying, you know, it's worth it. It's a long game, but it's worth it. And nothing like what happens on Instagram is going to happen to your site. You know, God forbid you don't have a a janky hosting um service, but like, More than likely, that kind of stuff happens on Facebook, on a Pinterest, on Instagram. That doesn't really happen on Google. Like when you have a site that's live, you don't see that happening to people unless there's some really sophisticated hackers. (laughs) Um, And so, for for me, that day was like, okay, let me pivot. And I've been doing this for a while, and I don't think it's going to hurt me with brands. I'll still post as much, or you know, as as much as I feel like I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I really need to shift gears. So I bought an SEO software, which helped me generate keywords. So long story. I don't know which 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 turn to take. But what is SEO or how long did it Type take? Type into the SEO because I was
0: going to ask you that. SEO real quick. We're, okay, techies. So-
2: We're techies here.
0: <laughs> She's techie. <Huh? laughs> it's the people because people need to know how important it is so i'm so happy that you're touching on that
2: yes seo is a search engine optimization and it's what i live and breathe like i literally work on my site for for 40 hours literally making sure that everything's like nice and pristine but basically in a nutshell you're writing with the intention that someone's going to find your piece of content on google or on Bing. Um, and people do use Bing and so you're not just like throwing a piece of content together you're like searching for keywords a group of keywords that you can insert into your piece of content and then you know once it's indexed once Google sees it and picks it up and starts putting it on Google pages people find it and click on it and the more that people click on your content the more that your piece of content kind of rises up on those Google search results. So it might, the first time that it's, you know, picked up on Google, it might be on page 99, but the more people click on it, you move up, you know, on the search engine and a lot of the content, I'm I'm really happy to say that I have like over, I mean, I guess, 50, 50 or 50 or 30, 30 to 50 pieces of content that's ranking on the number one page. And so that took a lot of work and it wasn't just me. <laughs> Hold that on, we have a sound. Hold on, on, We, we,
0: hold on. We gotta give you this. Hold on.
2: <laughs> yes, not oh. like that,
0: but we love to congratulate our girls. Yes. yes.
2: I appreciate that. I really do. I really say all of this to say that like, it's the most, probably the most technical thing that I've learned with making money online. <laughs> Because I really, I'm like, I don't want to bite my tongue or like deter people from not wanting to do it. But it is the hardest thing. Like it's, I have a master's and it's harder than a graduate program because of how much information and then the jargon. And you you understand really quickly why there's so few websites of color that are like on the scale of some of these bigger, you know, blogger sites or media brand companies because it's so hard. I mean, when you think of, um, what's the... Nicole, what's that XO site? Nicole. Exo Nicole. Yeah, like she monetizes her site with ads. It's super clear, and when you scroll to the bottom of her page, she's in. I think she media. You know, so you understand that people are realizing. You know, that this is that this is a great way to to make passive income, but a lot of people don't. It's a lot of upfront work. Like more, like the undertaking is crazy, but like the payoff is the ROI is is nice. You know the barrier to entry is low, but like the, it takes forever to, for the Google to be like, okay, you're you're an authority in this space. Let me start putting you up where people can find you. Um, and so I would say, outside of those, the vitamins I talked about, the WIC, those brands that I collaborated with. Outside of that, monetizing my site solely with affiliate income was probably. A year and a half because I use you know, like Amazon affiliate and then like that share sale. Time. It takes
1: time. It and takes so I just want people to hear that because I think yeah. a lot a lot of times people think that things just you kind of get going and it's just mm-hmm. immediate, you know, mm-hmm. monetization. And it, it's really not like that. And it sounds like not only did it take time for you to begin monetizing, but you've also had to invest in the tools that you would eventually need to ensure that you were being monetized and, mm-hmm. and, and getting that. So, um, I think that's very, very important. And it, I don't know, cause you know, I haven't invested in SEO. like I need to more than likely, but, um, was that a huge investment? Like, was that something, or is it more of a, an investment in money or is it more of the investment in the time or a little bit of both? Um, mm-hmm.
2: I remember this is a great segue. I remember when I I was I was really big on getting. Once you get to the point where you have so much traffic, you can start um, like applying to these you know ad publishing companies like a Media like a She Media, like a Mamu Metric, who I'm with now. Um, I realized that I need to like if I want to get to that point, I really needed to brush up, not even brush up, learn. Everything. I mean everything. I listened to so many podcast episodes. So the time was first. I I said no to a lot of like social engagements, a lot of vacations, only because at the same time, like of me really getting in, in this, I was also like like I had just injured my my knee. And so I was really like starting to like get into it at the point where my injury happened. Um so I would say time is constant i um, in the investment piece. The software is like $99. And then like, I have writers, so I pay them that came once I was making some affiliate revenue. And it's just like a sacrifice. Like, I'll just pay you guys to help kind of be that buffer for the days when I don't feel like writing. <laughs> so I would say the time was so much more like like it just superseded like the investment because it's just so much that I, I realized I didn't learn in every word that they would say I would have to stop and Google what does this word mean or go on like a short YouTube video and be like you know what is RPMs or what is header type you know realizing that I knew it but it's like what is this in relation to writing content why is it so important why do you put keywords in your header titers, titles and I know we do some a, a little bit of that overlap on Instagram where like you those hashtags are sort of like keywords um, and people can find you through that, but it's so intense when you're just starting out. Like, I think I like, I dove in and just like never looked back. Like it was just so much work up front, but I don't regret it. Cause I, I I'm sort of like an expert in it now. <laughs>
0: You figured it out though. You are an you expert, you are you not are sort of expert. like an expert. Go ahead. I have Keith. so many questions as you were speaking. I'm like, okay, Wikiara, well, don't forget, don't forget. <laughs> Me too. One question is, I know that you said that you pay writers. Um, are you still working with the team that you have that's on your site? Cause I noticed that they were all women of color.
2: Is that still like your current team? That is. Um... I only want people that look like me writing on the site. I mean, it's very, like, intentional. I remember I put up, like, because I was looking for another writer, and I I found two, but I put out something on LinkedIn, and I had, like, white male writers replying. It was, like, a major eye roll. I was like, don't even do y'all research. <laughs> this is not your space. Man. <laughs> like, you can see the you images. And you can't tell us it, nothing. What are you about to come exactly. on here? Exactly. <laughs> So I was like, let me make sure it stays that way. And I don't want to get in trouble when I'm doing a job post or like recruiting a writer. And it's like, I'm only looking for black females, but I, I put it in keywords so that people like can't report it.
0: <laughs> if you know, you know.
2: Okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love the intentionality behind that. And as a writer, how do you feel about, because I've noticed this is my techie mode going, but I see a lot of like copy AI and there's like a lot of like, Canva has like this feature now when you can like literally just type in a keyword and it'll give you like blog post ideas. How do you feel about the world, like shifting into like AI, or like writing?
2: Um, I don't see it as an issue. Um, I think Google itself has released like chat GPT, which is an AI <laughs> software and I, I tested it out recently see how things are for me i don't take offense to it because you don't know how many websites urls domains whatever i've had to report because people are literally copying and pasting my content like oh, i had to do that for, for four four sites um, and you and get pinged when they do that i do because i have the thing where like if they mention kb and bloom or um on my seo software there's, you know, when you linked to another site or when a site somewhat mentions you and linked to your site, I, I get that notification on my SEO software. So I look at it, you know, I investigate and I'm like, oh, you just copy and paste it. And you took my, my photos <laughs> that I paid for, for my photographer or my, my actual face in those photos. So I reported them. Oh my gosh. I didn't, yes. know, I didn't know the bloggers world was getting that <laughs> Yes, they' messy on the blogs too. Yes, they are so messy, and it doesn't happen to me often. But a lot of times, like if if I don't know if you have a Twitter account, but a lot of people keep like their profile picture in their their website like anonymous because people don't want them you know stealing their content. And I'm just on here, just like picking up these gems, trying to figure out. Okay, this guy is on here talking about you know you do this and this and SEO. He's like an SEO girl. I follow like. 10 of them and you know a lot of the stuff that they put on there i'm like applying to my site because there's just like no one that looks like me that's sharing this information if they are it's hard to find like come come find me
1: that's why we need
0: period you. yeah because I, I listen to neil a lot neil patel do you yes
2: he yes is, i
0: get all of his emails he's always dropping gems Um, But I can definitely say, I don't know too many women of color that are like really speaking like the behind the scenes of blogging and SEO and things like that. I think that'd be great. Have you ever thought about creating a YouTube channel?
2: I have a YouTube channel, but it's it's not, it wouldn't, if I were to do something like SEO and provide information, especially for the people of color in this online space that want to make money from their site. I think I would probably create another like sister, sister channel. And mm-hmm. I, I just feel like it's not in alignment with KB and Bloom. And now that I've really niched to what I'm doing, focusing on black and brown women of color, you know, providing them self-care and lifestyle content. It's hard for me to figure out what can I post on YouTube. So maybe y'all can give me some ideas. <laughs> Lord, I think I just figured it out. My
1: YouTube. I was going to say, Key's the one I'm tra- <laughs> I just got to go with the flow, Key. Uh, both of y'all, KB and Key. <laughs> I'd be Aww. over here in
0: life and for me, honey. just a lot be going on, I but. I think you should talk about SEO. I think you should drop the gems behind the scenes because mm-hmm. it is passive income. Like I come from the days of like, I started about three, four blogs and I just stopped because I understand what you mean. Like the hard work behind it. I went from WordPress and I would do Squarespace and I like purchased like a template. Like I went through all of that, but it's like you, good, you really have to have that passion and the the extent of you going through SEO is really like I admire you for that because I ain't have it in me for that y'all but I don't either.
1: Girl, yeah. I was like, what do they want me to do? I don't know if I could do all of this. Like this is just and it is it is an investment. It is an investment in money. It's an investment in time. Um but I definitely think that 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 could be a space that you fill, KB for as a black woman to mm-hmm. kind of have that as a second layer to what you do amazing this is going to be a random question but I kind of just because you said you were a clinician and you worked with special needs kids did you see at that time like a gap in I guess women are mothers that were taking care of themselves or how they were taking care of themselves with their special needs children like kind of almost like what drove you was it just the fact that I need things to practice self-care and I'm not finding what I'm looking for or did some of your experience from being a clinician and seeing these moms or women that are dealing with their special needs kids that kind of did that drive you to create this space um for them as well
2: that i actually usually when i do podcast interviews i actually talk about that that because that was one of the reasons actually that i i started really promoting self-care and really living it um because my business that i alluded to earlier the first challenge i did with maddie was that blog, that was that business. So that business was about providing self-care services to special needs moms. That was like my niche. It was like a consulting company. And I got burnt out because I was working with the same client I was working with as like a clinician. And like, although it wasn't the child I was working with, the mom, I felt, the moms, plural, I felt resistance a little bit because they're still so focused on their child. So I would come and I had some clients that I actually retained, but I would come and work with them and they're talking about their child and how I could work with them. So they had trouble separating the two, but uh, some of the content on KVM and Bloom is catered um, to, to special needs moms. And I wanna really provide like, this is kind of like what my idea and my goal is to eventually have a sister site they gave in bloom for moms and a sister site um to for mom and bloom and so eventually all of this is just going to be like like a very clean and ran like operation where it's like I have an editor on this side and an editor on the other side and I have a writer that has been with me since the beginning or as close to the beginning and she really sees that and she's like, I'm not going anywhere. I love writing for you. And she's a freelance writer. And so she really understands that this kind of like, these kind of sites are hard to come by because most of what she's, most of the clients she's written for online have been like white males. So it's like, oh, I'm a breath of fresh You're air. Of fresh air, right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But that was a great question. Yeah, I, I really do want to eventually go back and just kind of have a section on the next site I launch for special needs mom so thank you for for keeping that on me
1: <laughs> the bigger picture there's always just a bigger out picture. There. And I was going to say trying. that I, and I love that 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 you that you know that that there's that you see that you have a vision so you're you're just adding your layers one layer at a time that okay. leads
0: me to think of affirmations because affirmations is big on your site, and I love that so much. I know that you have a digital ebook, so I have two questions. I have so many questions for you, KB, because you inspire me. Like, I read your blog, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like the topics for one, like what inspires you? Because you think of different topics, it's not your everyday, you just go on like a cosmos. So it's like in depth, like 11 cards that you can play like for self care. And I'm just like, I need to game uh, and, like, they're like, out of the box. So, there was what, so much what inspires you? I know self care is your big is the topic. But how do you dig that deep to think in depth like that? For the
2: affirmations? I don't know where to start. <laughs> well, well okay. for, for your in topics. Your, yeah, mm-hmm. for your topics in general. Oh, my gosh. Well, the SEO tool helps me, but being a Black woman, first and foremost, like, I come and I, and being around so many Black women, just, like, talking to you guys, researching, talking to my writers, like, we, like, we get topics talking to each other, but having a tool to help me just, like, okay, I have this idea, I want to do it on Black women, but I want to make sure that it's with SEO in mind, that together, like, Mm -hmm. i'm golden when i think about those two together like i could write a great post about you know black women working in toxic work you know affirmations for black women working in toxic work environments but if i don't have like the seo piece there then no one will see it and my my goal is to become as visible as possible like as fast as possible (laughs) because i know that there's so many more black women searching for a site like ours but i think that's what helps me is like Having that like perspective as a black woman, and then talking with others is how I generate you know content. And I actually got offended one day. This is what really pushed me over the edge with like making sure I get stay consistent with KB and Bloom. I had gone on Pinterest. I don't know if you guys have a Pinterest account, but there was somebody that like had written a similar post to mine about like black woman affirmations, and I went and clicked, and it was a white lady. Like I just felt away. Oh, hey, I Are telling a lie. not tell
0: me nothing. <laughs>
2: no, like, what's she telling? Oh, like she's a fraud. I can't. I can't <laughs> yeah,
0: like. And speaking of Pinterest, they need to do a way better job of having people of color on the site. I don't know how many times do I have to tweet it? Should I send an email? I even had a discussion. I went to an event for women of color in tech, and there were like Pinterest executives there, like. Pinterest needs to do a better job of putting more black faces on there. They don't it,
1: do a good job of it at all. It, and it, and and not only that, you have to like put black. Like, if you don't put black in the search, girl, it's just gonna be coming up. And I'll just be like, black woman
0: outfits. Because if yeah, I put it's outfits, like, it's all white women. It's, it's just like, women. it's so
2: annoying. Actually, and I actually was going to ask, do you guys use
1: Pinterest? I do. I I tried. But it just, for me, it wasn't giving what I wanted it to give and I wasn't consistent. So I have a few posts. I do have a page, but.
2: I actually hired, and this is another investment, which is a higher ticket ticket investment, but I actually hired a company to run my Pinterest and it's starting to take off. But I'm sitting here the other day, I was just sitting here, I was like, how are people monetizing? Because then they have a program that they dissolved and it was for like black content creators, creators that had yeah. at least 250 followers and like you can monetize based on how many saves and i was like what happened to that program i finally made it with like my followers. And now the program
0: now. is gone i would say they don't do a good job at running their programs i don't know if like the longevity i don't know you don't really know like what's really going on behind the scenes like mm-hmm. i know that they hired i'm not sure what her her title was but like a black woman at pinterest and that was like a big news article but nothing really feels like it's changed. Like now you can go live on Pinterest. There's a lot of changes there, but um, I think that was a good call that you did. Yeah, it's it's like in its beta phase. Cause I had hired someone too. Pinterest is a powerful tool if you use it right. It is the connector of all connectors. So I think it's brilliant that that you did that. But um, a lot of people still are like, how do I use this again?
2: Yeah, like after they did away with that program, I was like, how do I make money? off of pinterest yeah you know, like but i'm happy because there's so many people that find me and subscribe to the newsletter from pinterest they'll click a pin it takes them to my site and that's how i get some traffic too so i'm like okay pinterest i'll keep you I
1: <laughs> what you doing what i need for you
2: to do yeah yeah Builds the traffic it does so it's like okay you have some value but like i still want to make money like bring that program back
0: <laughs> period Let's take a deep dive into your affirmations. Yes. Is there a specific affirmation you live by? I love how you break down affirmations with our lifestyle as Black women. You know,
2: yes, there's so many. Oh, you put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think the one that I live by, for real, for real, the one that comes to my mind first, at least, is "You meet you," which is a tagline and phrase I use. Like it's a mantra. It it felt weird at first but then it was like no literally like that's that's it like you need you you need you for other people you need you for your goals that you want to reach in your life you need you so you got to make sure you take care of you and so I have that and that's the thing that I think about like even today like right now as as I was getting ready I was like okay let me take this dog out but like I still need to take care of my stuff so I'm gonna get my water get my teas and I was like okay and I came down I was like it's also like super short and easy to remember. So I use that phrase a lot, constantly. As as far as the affirmations, it's probably my favorite piece of content to produce because it's the quickest, it takes no time. (laughs) I really, I think of a thing, like the one that I love is the affirmations for black women working in toxic environments because Mm. I lived that. And when I got let go during COVID, it was due to that. um and the other ones I mean they just come to me like I listen to my friends and it's like okay let me write like this but then I gotta get my keywords together and and it becomes I my hope is that it never feels forced that when someone reading it it doesn't feel like it's a robot like it literally I try to like flow like I'm talking to a friend I don't know I just those are my favorite ones actually it's so interesting you brought that up and as far as the ebook, I actually have a physical book of that. And I just haven't taken good pictures to put it up on the site, but that's going to be on the site. <laughs> and it's updated
1: too. <laughs> let's get the applause going. <laughs> hold on, Kabrina. Hold on.
2: <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. <laughs> that's
1: amazing. Man, I'm super proud of you yes. and I just love the affirmation aspect of it and what's crazy to me you guys is that all three of us are doing affirmations in our own way like Ciara yes. has tapped into some good I do my coffee chat posts every morning in my on my Instagram you do your affirmations um with your blog posts and things like that and I just think that it's so unique that the three of us kind of are are in this space and we're all kind of doing different things. You're you're blogging. Um, Kiara's really taking off with coaching and and her cards are successful and she's finding new ways to to use her cards with like with people in group settings and things like that. And then I found a way to kind of take my daily affirmations and make them into something and to work your Wednesdays and, and a way to like pour back into my community on mm-hmm. Instagram. So those just the fact that uh, that we're three black women that are here like today conversing about all of these different things that we're doing um, that are essentially trying to pour back into black women is just to me is a beautiful thing. So I just want to give us a shout out just for that, because, mm. you know, we we're not just in it for the bring other black women up, you know. So no, I love that. I just agree.
0: wanted to say that. No, very I, well I said.
2: I wanna say with your cards, I made sure to tell my writers to put those cards in there. And I, I wanna make sure that I say that because it's so hard. There's so much gatekeeping. And one of the things I hate is when because she actually said she had a friend or a cousin purchased them. And so I was like, well, put it in there. Like if they like that. And like she was like, she she wanted to highlight some cards that a lot of people don't don't necessarily see or know about um because of google or like well for whatever reason and she was like i want to put that in there i want to put cards that like are created by black and brown people and i was like well don't forget that one Thank and so you. i hope there's been some you know really great purchases your way because i really felt felt strong about like highlighting and that's the big thing like i just told a writer last week i was like she had did like a roundup of of uh, fitness of black-owned fitness brands and i was like make sure you're not you know, looking at sites, because I give her like some examples of sites that are doing well with this topic. And I'm like, okay, make sure you're not like copying and pasting, doing your mm-hmm. research, making mm-hmm. sure that even if it's a, a brand that just started like a day or two ago, put them on the site if, if they have good quality pieces. Because I want to have, I want to be not a part of their story, but I want to help them yes. and gain traction to their site and get some purchases, you know, coming their way. So I hope that that like happened to you. If not, Give us some time because Google really Look, likes it's that. on the
1: way if it hasn't. It's coming, girl. Because <laughs> look, you told us already you have posts that are in the top, like the top pages. Look, we all on no, our way. Now.
0: You didn't taught me SEO works, SEO is a thing. So I'm going to give us yes. some time. I appreciate it, Cabrina. Thank you so much for adding something to some good. I really appreciate it.
2: Do you guys have any questions about SEO? I feel like I'm going to regret like not answering more questions. going to like, am I going to confuse no, I, any of your I, listeners?
1: I don't <laughs> think that at all. I think one thing I, before, you know, we, our key may have something. Let me not say that.
0: No, I, I think it's a teachable moment. I think we may not have enough time for it, but I think we may need to like talk offline because I do have several <laughs> questions because I hear about it. And I actually hired someone from my blog when I was doing it last year to actually focus on that. Um, so, oh. yeah, yeah, I, I tapped in because I know how important it is too, but I know that you have more of an extensive, um, in depth learning of it. But um, right now, there's no questions that come to mind what about you. I,
1: no, but I did want to because I know like we are probably about getting there, but I, wanted to say, the topic is, is blogging dead? Obviously Mm. you have, just from your story alone, we know that that is not the case. Any tips or tricks, quick tips or tricks that you have for anyone that may be listening that is looking to start a blog? What are some of those, I guess, almost like, what do you wish you knew before you started your blog? And are there any tips or tricks that you would give to a beginner that is looking to start a blog?
2: Blogging is not dead, as you said. And I wanna say this, there's a guy I follow on Twitter. I believe it's like Mike something Twins. Anywho, he just literally sold his site for a high six figures. Blogging, just like me, using the same keyword or SEO software, just like me, for a high six figures. It took two years. Two years, and he documented it. So a monthly revenue for him, ads and affiliate was like 60,000 he was making wow and so it's definitely not dead there's just a lot of gatekeeping and so like you moving on to something I want to maybe do a master class or if that's still a thing it's um, a thing, it's, it's, a a thing. thing. <laughs> it's a thing but compared to him I'm like I'm like elementary like he graduated with a PhD the fact that you were able to sell your site and I'm not I don't think I'll ever sell my site, Um, but I wanna like help and grow this ecosystem, these writers, the the photographers and like grow this site together and they understand that. Um, But I would say the thing that I wish I had learned before (laughs) doing any of this online space, anything, um, I would probably say I would've done a lot more research, not too much, but enough. asking myself is instant gratification what I want or do I want something I can leave like as a legacy? Mm -hmm. And so I think that with this site, this media company, if you compare like, um, I don't know if you guys know know that every girl, you know, how they like become this media maven and like they started very small like me. Mm -hmm. And so I would have said to myself, like, what is it that I want? I want to leave a legacy. to my future kids, Maybe to, you know to someone that wants to take this over, I can't really do that with an Instagram account. You know, it's hard to switch gears on there, and and they would be a different person. It wouldn't be, you know, it would just be different. And so I would I would ask myself those questions, and I want to make sure that I miss you had another like subset question. I want to make no, sure. No, it was I get just kind.
1: It was that and in tips and just any tips that oh yeah maybe your top tip. you start. I'm I'm looking to start a blog. I come to Cabrina and I'm like, what's what's the mm-hmm. number one tip you would give me as someone who's going to start a blog?
2: I would say don't feel like you have to invest in some expensive SEO software. There's Ubersuggest. Um, I think Neil Patel has his thing that's like mm-hmm. really cheap. There's so many, like there's keyword finder. There's so many like inexpensive like softwares where you don't have to spend. I decided to spend the investment because I like data, you know, that's what I do for a living. I'm very data-driven and I like to know like if someone's like copying my content, that software tells me if I want to, you know, pitch a, a, a news media company, that site has that feature where I can draft an email and send it right from that, that software. I don't have to like go on my Gmail account. So there's so many reasons why, but I would say that Don't, you know, buy, you know, expensive software if you don't have the budget or not making that money yet. And I would say study, like, don't write unoriginal content. We know that, but people still do it because, no people want to be done with something. They don't want to really put the time in. And I I would just say, make sure your content is crisp. Make sure you're writing like you're talking to someone. Um, And a lot of people that have studied journalism find that that's a harder switch because it's like, you feel like you're like, Dumbing yourself down, but like that's why a lot of my content ranks is because I'm talking to. I write my content like I'm talking to a friend, and I that those are the two things I would say. The SEO software, please don't go in and debt. And Almost
1: like start with what you have. Yeah. Start with what you have. I think that's it's like a number pretty. one tip if you're starting anything. Start where Before. you are. Start with what you have. This was great. Yeah. Was amazing. I you coming on so much. I know Kiara's gonna
0: <laughs> wind this down because she's our wind down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, Cabrina, it was a pleasure having you on, and we truly appreciate you. You've inspired me. This is a way to wrap up Women's History Month, and just keep doing you. You need you. You know, we I need more of you. Okay, ah, okay. uh, love it. Thank you, thank you guys for
2: having me on. Like, this has been nice. I was a little re- a little rusty coming on, but then- you guys welcome me. It's the hospitality for me.
1: Yeah, Black Girl Magic. Of <laughs>
0: Awesome. Well, look, thank thank you. you. Thank you. We'll thank definitely you so be in much. touch. That was amazing. I hope you all feel inspired. I mean, listen, blogging isn't dead. Blogging isn't dead. Y'all heard definitely. that woman
1: she just told us that somebody sold their blog for six figures. It definitely isn't dead. It definitely is not dead. No. Now, you got to know what you're doing.
0: True. But it isn't dead. That was so, awesome. That was, was awesome. Bree, awesome. I know you got a lot of tea to spill today. Oh, my
1: gosh. I'm trying to think of where I want to start. Now, look, Matt might have to cut this part, too, because there's so much. Yeah. Um, But I do think I'm just going to start, and I'm not going to dive in too deep, so I'm just letting you know this, and I'll pick back up. We can pick me back up in the segment. Um, yep. But I do want to touch on the Nashville because I don't want to be – that person. So I know it's not tea, but at the same time I want to acknowledge. So mm-hmm. segue me back and I'll, I'll start there. Gotcha. All right. Ri I know you have some tea to spill today. Yes, we do. And unfortunately you guys, our hearts are a little bit heavy today. It is one day since a another school shooting in nashville tennessee um where a woman i don't even want to say her name entered Ooh. a school shot her way using an assault rifle into a christian school in nashville nashville tennessee that claimed the lives of six individuals three of them children three students and i believe three teachers And my heart uh you all know i am a mom uh, with a school aged child and my Heart just goes out to those families. Not only that, it just makes me think about what the fuck are we doing, America? Like, really, what are we doing? I did see where President Biden basically came out and was like, you know, this is Congress's chance to pass his uh, bill on banning assault rifles. Um, But do we really think that's going to happen, you guys? Like, America is just so we have the right to bear arms. Yeah, it's just, they're fixated it, it, on
0: that.
1: We can't let it go. And to the point that they're talking about arming teachers with weapons. And I literally saw a post that struck a chord because it's like, y'all talking about trusting the teachers with guns. Y'all don't even trust the teachers to pick out the right books for your kids. So it's like, and a teacher posted that. And I was like, that's the real shit I've read. Like, because- It's so true. And why should we have to do that? It's like something needs to be done. So I just wanted to kind of pause, give that little brief, that
0: moment to them because it was just,
1: it was, it's just heart-wrenching. It's It's sad.
0: Way to start your week out. And when I heard the news break, I'm like, oh my God. Cause it's like, we go, we go quiet, you know, times go by and then there's another shooting and then we go quiet again. it's like, it's such a scary norm. That it's like, why? And I saw the video of her and I was just like, damn, like. I I couldn't watch it. I couldn't. Yeah. So,
1: and it, this is so crazy that you said that. So I, I was able to watch the video where you basically see her kind of drive into the parking lot mm-hmm. and she makes it to the, and shoots the doors. The door. But Matt was telling me, he's like, they got this other video and you see her. And I, this is just this morning. And I literally had to pause him and I was like, I can't take all this in. I can't. I don't even want to process her looking in rooms and it's like, you know, I'm an empath. Like in my mind, I'm seeing like, it's like you're in my child. Like, no. And I know that's not the case. And, and, and God forbid it ever happens to us, but it's like, I just had to stop him. I was like, I really can't, I can't do it. Uh, Like it's just too much. And with, with that being a lot, did you hear about the woman who shot her husband? On
0: Facebook Live, shot and killed her husband. This was news Facebook. to me. I was not aware of that at all. Was this like also like yesterday? Like, I think it was recent.
1: Um, let me start. Her name is, it was in Mississippi. Her name is Khadijah Brown. She, she was on Facebook Live. I think they said doing some type of, just Facebook Live mm-hmm. stuff. Just doing some hair or something. Her and her mom are basically escalate like talking about her husband should have been there to make this food somebody needs to cook for these kids they have four kids and her mom's kind of like charging her up well he finally comes home he's got to go to work like he's got to go to another job if you will she's going on and on about them cooking and you supposed to be doing this and you supposed to help me with these kids her mama's in the background toxic af mom like Mm -hmm almost like i feel like we need to do an a, I i don't have a toxic mom but i feel like there are so many of them she just like instigating in, yes just instigating the situation her like revving her daughter up not to get too much into it but essentially you the phone goes down you can tell she's assaulting him like she's hitting him he is basically saying i just want to go to work like you know he's not even reacting to her key like so you can hear all of this, and he's like, stop hitting me. Like, stop hitting me. At a certain point, the mother is even like, hey, like, stop hitting him or whatever. But she's still yappa, 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 like, but you gotta do the you you need to help us to help her with these kids and da-da-da-da-da. The next thing you know, like at some point the phone goes kind of down, mm-hmm. face down. So you don't see anything. You hear a gunshot, you what? hear screaming, and it's just like what is going on? The kids are screaming. What's wrong with Daddy? The grandma's like, your dad's dead. You just like, what? What is going on? The 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 wife doesn't even like. You doesn't sound like she's rushing to put pressure on. Like it's just like I'm going to jail.
0: What? No, I cannot. It's what? Just insane. And like, everyone is seeing this on Facebook Live. Like everyone
1: at that point, you're only hearing it because the phone.
0: Okay. Oh, it's Same, like face down.
1: Face down or whatever. So you don't actually see anything. But I mean, it's all there. So it's like, I don't know. I just. Ugh. People are. All insane. I can say is what? Like, I don't what? even know how. how. I don't. I don't know. Like, and nothing. That poor man. Is gone. Four kids. Gone. She has a newborn. One of, like,
0: She blacked.
1: I and and you just i don't know i don't i don't have, like guns i don't own guns i don't know but listen this is this be why people don't need this guns. is why i don't need guns because if you let me go get the you,
0: gun like out of all just, of the things out of all, do all need, the things you
1: could have done the man was just your kids to home your kids are
0: home girl
1: sad story wow. sad story out of mississippi
0: Prayers and condolences um, to everyone out there, man, going through these please, times. It sounds like domestic really a violence and all of that. Issue. You got your mother in your air. We don't know what the relationship, what they were going through. And, you know, it doesn't justify her doing that. She's not in the mental space right now. And it could be a lot. It could be a lot. And sometimes to your point about having an episode about moms, like our moms can. They have this ability for us to just. Do something that in us that we don't you. want to do, or they have this type of power over us, so that just sounds like a chaotic situation. And I feel so sad for those babies that oh, just my heart goes out to them. And then in other news,
1: Creed, did you see where the creed? <laughs> um, <coughs> Jonathan Majors was arrested oh. on assault charges, I believe it was on Sunday night. Uh-huh. Um, he was arraigned. It looks like his spokesperson and his attorney spoke out and said that following the arraignment, they do believe that all charges will be dropped. He did lose his army campaign. He had a U.S. Army campaign that he lost and maybe some other endorsements and brands. Um, But they're saying that he called the cops. Did you see that? They're saying that he's the one who called the cops to report her, but they showed up and the version of the story that she gave led to him being arrested. Now, I don't know it's all alleged. I don't allegedly. know. Allegedly, yeah. We gotta allegedly. start
0: saying allegedly with the T. Allegedly, because honey, I don't oh. know. I wasn't there. It's so. Did you hear that they were in a taxi? No, that's the story I heard. I heard that they were in a taxi, and allegedly she saw him texting another woman, and that's when she started like hitting him, and then she said that he assaulted her. Then, but then I guess when they like reported it, she then switched up her whole story.
1: Where's the taxi driver? Because if y'all I have said taxi, the same thing, I said <laughs> we need to
0: talk to the taxi driver. Be able to corroborate. What is Olivia Pope? Because somebody needs to corroborate this story because I need to know. Uh, it, there's so many, there's so many hands in the pot right now. I don't even know what's confirmed. And then I just heard recently today that um he's saying he did not do it. And he has video footage to prove that, that he did that's not what, do it. That's what
1: his spokesperson, that's what the mm-hmm. spokesperson is saying. And they, so they were saying, and of course I didn't, listen or watch or read about his arraignment but they were saying that his attorney was stating that they believe that all the charges will be dropped following him being arraigned so mm-hmm. i don't know what information was presented
0: yeah just came off a hiatus you like a, a great high with creed like it sucks to go through this i hope that i hope it's not true and i, really I hope, hope it's hope not that true everything either. works out for him because you see what happened to columbus Short. Nobody to talk about Columbus Short. We don't even know who,
1: Columbus, uh, who? You Columbus don't know Columbus Short? No, I do, but I'm oh. saying after, after everything that happened with him, Columbus, who? Nobody talking about Okay, anymore. he's
0: doing true to the
1: game. And we look, and I just talked about Olivia Pope, honey. They were like, "You <laughs> You ain't And he could have went so far. He could have went really so a- far. That, it, w- it was just too much. But speaking too much, speaking to too much, is Ooh. Lori Harvey and Damson Idris doing too much? So a couple of weeks ago, I feel like they were just reported that they wasn't together, that they were broken up. Honey done, she done posted on a picture of him basically saying, my fine-ass Uber driver. He did a whole interview talking about his relationship and life is great. And so I'm like, what do we believe you got? Like, are they together? Are they not together? Somebody done said, I think they're going to get married. I think they're just, they said they think
0: this is it. Lori has found the one. Yeah, yeah, I said the same thing about Michael B. Jordan. Look, I ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> I think they're really having a good time. And damn, fun, fun. damn, okay. Lori have fun with that damn fine ass man. Uber driver That's what okay? she called he can yeah, pick he me up. It. Let me pull up my Uber app. Okay. all because... be coming? down. Baby, <laughs> <Crazy. laughs> I didn't hear that they had broken up, but it looks like they're having a great time. It looks like they're having the time do of their lives to me. Do, do it. Y'all. Do what y'all want to do. Okay. Get I don't. In. I mean, I don't want to. If they get married, that's a beautiful thing. Like, but have a good time. Y'all are living in the moment. Shit. Do and it. Young. Do y'all? I, I
1: said, and they're young. Do
0: y'all, honey? Do honey. y'all? Keep hey, what you watching on TV? Cause you know I'm not. That was a good re spills the tea. I, I like the transition. That was good. Question: The last time we talked, so we wrapped up. We wrapped up Harlem. Yes, yeah, sorry. Um, and then we talked about Swarm. Were you able to watch it? I did. Okay. mm mm-hmm. Okay. It ain't for me. <laughs> <coughs> Y'all can cancel me if you want to. I can't watch it. Good. No. Did right.
2: you make it to the second
0: episode? I did. I made it into the part where she She killed Damson and was eating the pie. That's a little bit just I don't I don't know if gruesome is the right word, but I don't really like shows like that.
1: Spoiler alert. I probably probably should have said that. Oh, just yeah, in case sorry. you haven't. In sorry. case you haven't watched them.
0: Oh no. Sorry.
1: Just don't listen to this part. So I thought all of that, but did you, did you okay? If you didn't finish it, so you didn't finish it.
0: I will finish it for you, Reed. but I really can't watch it. I almost want to tell you what's going on so that you do finish it. Please, because I saw when she killed somebody else, like, I'm like, is she getting addicted to killing people? I know that she's she's doing a great job acting. A lot of people are giving her praise, but I need to understand the premise of this show because to me, it's just. So if you keep
1: watching it, obviously there is so much alluding to. We know who this star is Mm -hmm, right okay so if you keep watching it what you find out so he keeps in the beginning of the episodes he's basically telling you yes this is an over exaggeration yes this is all of these things well you find out I want to say it may be the fifth I don't remember how many episodes there are but it's either in the second to last one or the third to last one Mm -hmm. they almost you almost find out that what you're seeing so her doing swarm and being all of this is a show is almost like first 48. And so that's what I'm saying. So, So you know how sometimes in show, and when they're like, these may not be the actual names, this might not be the actual events. Some of this may be a little bit over the top, if you will, because they're trying to, they want you to watch these shows. So you find out that there is this officer who is basically tracking, has figured out that there is a serial killer and they are tied to essentially Beyonce they're blacking out the name at this point because they're trying to make it make you feel like now you're seeing the other side so now you're meeting the real people and so they're like did so-and-so love Beyonce but they block out Beyonce so then you don't know that it's Beyonce. so Nija and all of that is really the reenactment of what really is what you're really seeing like what you're supposed to know is going on which is why I think all of her walk is all over the top and her eating the pies all but you figure that you don't figure that out until you keep watching because you're just like what the fuck like this
0: yeah is crazy but
1: I liked it
0: okay. did you finish it or we
1: did we, we, oh I hit the mic sorry guys we're already done we finished it we I think we watched it in two days so it's about how many episodes six seven seven seven, seven. I think I wouldn't say I'm gonna say it's worth you finishing because I don't think if you're not into it and I kind of just told you but that's what you figure out that's why it's so over the top it's because they're it's it's made like if you think about how reenactments are when it comes to crime shows and all of this and you're just like did they do all of this and then you find out like no, the lady, when she's, like, breaking down the first 48 episodes, she was like, I just kept seeing snacks and chips and, like, so it's a part of the story, but her doing all the, going in the refrigerator, and you don't know that that's the way that it was really playing out,
0: so. I'm gonna watch it, because you committed to Mom, so I will finish it. Yes! I will finish it and then come back next week and... I'm going to get through it. It's a little crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. It gets a little crazy. But I think now
1: that you know the, not the premise per se, but that that's the side, that's the angle that I feel like he was going, like, it's going to be over the top. Because what we're seeing, her, the girl is actually the reenactment. Within the episode where you find this detective is going and interviewing people, you meet the, the real, air quote, people, like I said. So you're meeting... Who this person is supposed to be reenacting, if you will,
0: oh, okay, I think you should watch it. it but It's not be. based off of a true story,
1: no, okay. it's not really based off of a true story, okay, well, shit, to my
0: knowledge, it ain't based off of a true story. I don't this know. This is just Donald Glover at his finest. that's Donald why Glover it's just like made Donald Gloverin, you know, I love my Atlanta, but damn,
1: it I- was a lot, but it's good. Also I don't know if you heard in there but you know we always talking about signs and stuff. But I'm pretty sure it was in the second episode and the girl like she's with the white girl stripper. I don't know like did you see and the the white girl's like manifest that shit and I was like ah!
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, she's on the floor shaking. I was like what is this? I just I have to get it i have to get it together <laughs> and her acting too but she she's doing a good job and i mean she's definitely getting I a mean, lot she played of that um, crazy role. She play that great she put but you know we kind of talked about the
1: people being in a tizzy for chloe's sex scene was it last episode we did so that was literally episode one like yeah. out the gate they didn't even the wait set. that did you think it was? Did you think it should have garnered as much as it did, or were people possibly overreacting
0: just a little bit? They were doing the most just because it was her. Ooh. It was I a little 10-second back shot. What you yeah, want? That was it. it? You barely it. even see anything. I thought it was different. I definitely envisioned it to be completely different. I was like, "That's it. Oh, okay." They really, you really were don't like see left. her face
1: in the in the scene, or it was just. It was almost if like she was wearing a thong and you Harriet. that was it. It was nothing big. It was Okay. Nothing. I had a I did want to ask because I'm like, if you at least watch the first
0: episode, we you gonna know that. <laughs> Look at me oh watching T V and Key Ain't No, seriously, the roles reversed today for real. Oh, Macaulay Culkin's brother with the strawberries. Uh, girl.
1: <laughs> I said I had to ask Matt. I said, was that just Pink? <laughs> and then I had well, to catch Donald Glover pieces. said that I really like, happened
0: to him. Huh? That really happened to Donald Glover. He had hooked up with this girl, and he woke up, and he was like, he just had, like, a bowl of strawberries covering his penis.
1: And I was like, oh, my God. I had to catch myself because I'm watching it with Matt. And I was like, was that his penis? And I almost wanted to be like, rewind it. <laughs> but that's like... <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm not going to have you rewind it. It's just that's a little too much. Right, I said, I said, was pink? I wouldn't know. They said the girls were raving about his pink online, really. I don't know. Yeah, they were kind of like, and they were saying that he's they thought he was kind of cute and stuff. And I was just like, I think he's a little whoa. cutie, he's not bad looking, but I used to think, um, I almost called him Kevin, but Macaulay Culkin, Kevin from Kevin McAllister. Mm-hmm, from Pum- mm-hmm. Pum- think he was cute when I was younger like I you know when I was a child and I'm watching these I just thought he was the cutest well, in his
0: younger days he was super cute he was he aged a little Ooh. not gracefully Mm-mm, honey not at <laughs> all <laughs> but that is what we are watching in these streets um I'm gonna circle back I'm gonna circle back and I'm gonna watch Swarm and then have an update next week
1: yeah. I thought it was good. I was chatting with one of um somebody online mm-hmm. about it. Cause they had put up, they were asking if anybody had watched it. And I was like, I watched it. She was like, I thought it was so good. It sucked me in. So yeah, I I think it's worth finishing. It oh. is a little out there and crazy, but you just, just watch it.
0: Oh, okay, I'll do it for you. And we'll do a future recap on um, that. I was telling Stacey, she's like, you can't watch it. I was like, girl, I just cannot get into this show. I don't know what it is. When things are like gruesome and just like a little off to me, like I'm not even a fan of like Games of Thrones. I don't care for stuff oh! like that. No, so no, no, no. All, this is what's enlightening about this conversation. So the shows that you say you wouldn't watch
1: are all the shows that I probably would watch. <laughs> Loved Game of Thrones up until the last season, and that last episode that they completely ruined.
0: I loved Game of Thrones, really. Walking yeah. Dead, yeah, that was going to be the next one. I can tolerate it, but I don't love it.
1: Like we I will watch it with Stacy. We stopped watching it. I don't know how many seasons in, but it it kind of did veer off and start going weird. So yeah, but that was another one that I watched. Just want to throw it out. Well, there. Walking Dead know. is a drag. A drag, it's so damn long. I'm like, how many seasons?
0: Like, is it still going on? I want to say that it is. I think they have they did a spin off the Black Lady with the dress I'm not me Michonne. Okay. Michonne, Michonne, and the other guy. They did like a spin off, but now they have on HBO Max The Last of Us, which is kind of like another zombie apocalypse, uh-huh. um, like a fungi breakout. That's pretty good. That's been pretty good to watch, but okay. We just here watching TV. This was a great show. It was. And Cabrina, AKA KB, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that y'all like are feeling uplifted. <laughs> the ending of Women's History Month. says Happy History, Women's History Month to you. Um, and make sure you check out
1: KB and Bloom. Yes. Make sure
0: you check out her blog. Like she said, she caters to black, indigenous
1: people of color, women, just teaching us how to pour back into ourselves and love ourselves. So make sure you definitely go check out her blog. She's amazing. It was great having her on. It was great having her on. Okay. I guess that's
2: it. It is. Where can they find us?
1: Where can you all find us? You can find us on Spotify podcast and Apple podcast. Make sure you all are leaving us some feedback. You all know that we love to hear from you and you never know whatever you say may spark an idea for a future episode. So yeah, we love you guys so much. Thank y'all for kicking it with us on a tools.